We will be joined here in the press room by third place finisher Tony Kanan of AJ Foyt Racing. Tony, good to see you. Thank you. Nice to be here. I know it's been a difficult season, but uh, strong run here for the 14 car and has to be gratifying. I think it's your first podium finish in two years. and That's a long time. I told the boys uh, on the cool down lap that uh, I probably remember where I had to stop my car. But uh, yeah, great result for us. Great weekend. Um, overcoming a lot of adversities um, throughout the year. You know, we've been hearing a lot of things and good things and bad things. Some support and some people thinking we shouldn't be doing this. And uh, this is a great night for us. It's um, It paid off. I mean, you know, I've when I've joined AJ Foyt Racing, it was to make this team better. And uh, we've been struggling quite a bit. So this is a great night for us. The boys did a great job. And, you know, it proves it's 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 making us stronger, definitely. And, and uh, a result like this, it's a huge boost for everybody. So happy. And I would think that that last restart, you had a pretty good sniff at the lead and pretty excited. Yeah. Sato got a run of me uh, on the restart. I think uh, when he took off, obviously he had, he knew I was behind and people know how I restart. So he got a little bit of an edge. And then after that, I had to measure and and decide what I wanted it to do. Do I needed it to attack? Did I, did I have anything to attack? Or if I was going to keep it in the podium, which is it's a great result for us, you know. So uh, once he took off and opened a little bit of a lead, I said, you know what, I'm just going to sit here and see what's going to happen. I'm gonna, I was going to wait for him to hit traffic. And unfortunately, when we all hit traffic, then I got in trouble. I got a little loose, and, and Ed got me. So, you know, it was one of those things. I think we, we were strong. We, we had a great strategy. We, you know, the Chevy, and in the fuel mileage, we had a, a a very, very good fuel mileage that actually got us to to the point that we got lucky with that yellow. So uh, once we had the track position, the car was fast and, and we were able to perform. And I take it that was fun. It's always fun when you finish in the podium, you know, so uh, for sure. And it was a great race. I think uh, first 50 laps, I think it was a little boring. But uh, after that, it got, it got extremely exciting. So, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. Questions for Tony? Uh, Tony, too, again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, sorry for that. Uh, I think after qualifying yesterday, you were quoted to say that you were, that you had troubles or struggling with oversteer. How was the car in the race? Yeah, well, qualifying yesterday was kind of weird, right? We had a, a bunch of oil dry at the track, and um, the way we qualify nowadays is by championship points. So I, I was the fourth car out. So we got loose. The car wasn't very good, so it was very frustrating. But then in the night session, the car was pretty decent. So I was pretty happy. But I knew the track position was going to be everything. So we, um, you know, I had a pretty good start, past six cars on the start. We put ourselves in the top 13. I said, all right, well, let's, let's start racing from now on. And, and uh, obviously, we got a break. And once we got to the front, we were pretty strong. And the second question, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but concerning my lap shot i have the impression your cars came really to life concerning speed very late lap 175 or 180. Um, what was the race before in the beginning you were struggling was it speed wise or not? we race when it counts okay <laughs> why you want to waste your breath when it doesn't count anything 20 to go then we go okay so. good thank you 
We bring in also Joseph Newgarden from Team Penske, the series point leader and second place finisher Ed Carpenter of Ed Carpenter Racing. Bruce? Tony, there's been a lot of changes over the offseason with Scott Harner coming in to kind of help Larry run the organization. Is this really kind of the first sign of a lot of that work finally coming together for the team? Yeah, I mean, things are not, you know, I think Scott came in late in late February or March, so uh, things happening, you know, they, they take time. But uh, we do have a great organization. I think uh, Larry, I mean, all credit to him. That is nothing that we haven't asked Larry to do that he hasn't done for us. So it's 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 on us. It's on me. It's on my engineer. It's on Harner. It's on the entire team. ABC had provided us every single tool with the sponsorship for us to perform, and we haven't done it. So slowly we turn it around. We brought Don Holiday back, which is a guy that my first year here in America in '96, he was engineering myself at Tasman. He was he came in to do some damage control. And uh, it's been great. So, uh, yes, it was a good result. I mean, obviously, let's not get ahead of the game here. We still have two races to go, and we still have a lot of work to do. But I'll take it. I'll enjoy it tonight, and we'll go back to work tomorrow. Any further questions for Tony, and we'll dismiss him. One more for Tony, and then we'll move on to the other two. What year, what year was that with Tasman? 96. It's a long time ago. I'm 32. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see my Brazilian passport? <laughs> Thanks, Tony. We'll uh, bring in Ed and, and Joseph. Congratulations, Tony. Ed, it looks like uh, look like the oval finish as we've seen from you so many times. Uh, I would expect that uh, your last oval race of the season was pretty enjoyable there at the end. Yeah, I mean, it could have been a little better if we just had a little bit longer straightaway or another lap, but it, it was nice to, to finish on a high note, especially after the day we had yesterday, we were really bad yesterday and I really wasn't comfortable and we're having a hard time figuring out how to get the car to work and um, the guys did a really good job keeping their head down and, and staying focused and dealing with, with my whining all day yesterday <laughs> and and overnight, but but they delivered today and uh, really felt like we had a good car the, the whole race and they asked me pretty early on you know, what I needed. And I was just like, we really just need track position. You know, I think we have, have a good pace to, to run with anybody. And, uh, fortunately we caught a couple breaks with the yellows and put us in a good position. And then we were able to almost close it out. You cleared, um, Tony with two laps to go. Did you really think you had a shot or was it just give it the best you got? Uh, I, I had every intentions of, of driving for the win. You know, I mean, it's, it's a difficult place to pass, but we were really good on long runs and, you know, they were coming back to us, so you know I do think I do think another lap or even another corner we probably could have had them, but you know that there wasn't enough time. That's the race, so happy with second. Questions, real quick, for Tony or for Ed? That wasn't nice. <laughs> uh, Ed, as a team owner, um, we had to go down to fifth place today to get to a Penske Ganassi or an Andretti. Uh, what's that tell you about your team's performance and the series? Um, well, first off, this series is unbelievably competitive. You know, the the Penske guys had won every oval race up to this point, but it, it's just because of the quality of drivers they have and their quality organization. But it could have could have easily not been that streak up to this point. You know, you you just have to miss it. I got earlier. I said we were terrible yesterday. It's not it's not like we we're that far off, but we we're just enough off that it makes you feel terrible in this series because the competition level is so high. 
and I, you know, I think that's what you saw tonight. And you, you have a, a, a caution at the right time that mixes the field up, and it, it can totally reset things uh, at any given moment. So um, it, it's rewarding to be up front. It's nice to, to finish my year off on a good note. It's nice to be racing up front with this guy again. It had been a while, so I'll enjoy it and wait till May to, to try to go fight for another win. Uh, how much does this help you going into the offseason for you and your sponsorship hunts and stuff like that? Is this a good momentum builder? Uh, it helps my psyche, I think, more than than anything. Uh, Heather can tell you I'm pretty – I wasn't very happy last night, but certainly tonight will be a lot better. And, you know, it's – the hardest part now is just waiting to go again. But, you know, we've got a resilient bunch. And like I said earlier, just proud of the effort and proud of them sticking with me and, and delivering when it counted. If how much longer do you think uh, you would have had to go before you had been able to catch Takuma? And I have a follow up to that. I mean, I think if we would have gone to turn one, I probably would have gotten by, to be honest. And also, uh, you have an Ed Carpenter Racing alumni member sitting next to you. He's battling for a championship to just kind of see the progression he's made. The fact you're still up there trying to, you know, winning races and competing for race wins. What does that kind of say for? everything you've put together. That's, it, you know, I think we were up getting ready for the podium and Tony made a really mean comment and said, hey, we're all 40 years old up here. I'm like, hey, that was, I'm 38. Like, I'm a legit 38. I don't know, really know how old you are. I don't know how old Takuma is. Everyone lies about their age, but I am a legit, honest to God, 38 years yeah. old, March 3rd, 1981. And, you know, it, Working with Joseph when we were together and working with Spencer and Ed and all these, these children that were just starting racing when, when I was already in IndyCars, it, it keeps me young, even though I'm going gray and losing my hair and everything else. It, it, it keeps me young. I love, love racing with these guys. And, you know, Joseph and I are still very close and good friends from, from our time together. Uh, so it's just fun to, to be in the mix with them again. Ed, we appreciate uh, the, the show you put on. Shows you can still do it. Yeah, it's good to know. It's good to know. <laughs> we bring in Joseph Newgarden. Thanks, Joseph, for being patient. I know this was um, was a kind of a – should have really let him go first because he had been sitting here. I know. And Tony talks a long time. Understood. <laughs> Age before beauty. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Love you too. See you Actually, at home. See at home. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Brothers, sisters, good seeing you. Actually, it may have worked out a little bit to give you a little time to, to think about this one. Perspective-wise, you gained on your championship tonight. You're more points ahead of, of your nearest competitor, and your nearest competitor now is a teammate. Um, big picture-wise, a good end to the, to the race and to the day, but maybe not what you'd kind of hope for 20 minutes before the green, before the checkered flag. Well, I'm just really, I'm really proud of our group. I thought they did a great job tonight. You know, we, we actually missed a bit on the long run. Um, I, I would say, you know, our, our setup didn't favor the tires for the long run, um, which we didn't forecast perfectly. Uh, I don't put that on anyone. It's just sometimes you just you didn't you didn't gather enough data. You know, I really thought we were in the right window last night, and we learned tonight we weren't for the longevity of tire life. And um, 
you know, even with that, the team did a, you know, typical fantastic job of great calls, good pit stops, and just put us in a position to, to keep fighting and scoring great points. And that's what they've, they've done all year. So, you know, I've been really lucky to have a unit behind me that I, I think is the best on pit lane. And so I've got that advantage in my pocket is I think I've got the best, best of the best around me. And um, they showed it tonight. You know, they put me in a good position, and we still come out of here with some respectable points. You know, could have been worse, but, um, it, uh, you know, it, it is what it is at this point, and, and it's not too bad. So we've got something to fight with now, I think, for the last two rounds. With all due respect to the other races we've seen this season, these restarts were some of the most uh, exciting of the season. Um, talk about it from your perspective. Yeah, it's hair-raising just because, you know, there's not – there's not a lot of lane usage here. Um, you know, you, if you, you take a lot of risk, you can you can try and, you know, come up a, a lane and a half for a couple laps there. Um, but it's it's risky. You know, this track just breeds risk because of the way the marbles accumulate and the, the way the lanes are used. It's not a place like Iowa where, you know, you, you have a clear two or three lane track and it's consistently that way. It's just not that that way here. Um, which I think brought a lot of excitement. I think that's what you're referencing. You know, it, it just mixed it up, made it difficult. People were sliding all over the place. The track got really slick. And so it it, um, it moved people around a lot on those restarts. And I, I'm, I hope the fans liked that. It was, it, was, uh, it was difficult inside the race car, but maybe it was more exciting to watch. Certainly was. Questions? Three straight races with an event uh, towards the end. Do you kind of feel like you're playing with house money as it heads into the final two races with your championship? Well, I mean, I don't think we we can feel too confident or secure where we're at. I really don't. Um, you know, I think we're in a good spot, without a doubt. I mean, it would be silly to not recognize it's a good position, but it's not. You know, it's not something that you can just sit back and rest on. Um, it's going to be a, you know tough the last two rounds. I, you know, I wish we could have gotten a little bit more here the last three races. Really, you know, for sure, Mid Ohio. Um, you know, you look at that and you say, okay, it was what it was. But, uh, you know, if I if I would have done a better job there, that would have helped. And then, you know, Pocono could have been a little better. And then here could have definitely been a little better. So we've not had a smooth last three races. we got to clean that up now for, for the final two. But I think we're in a good position, but we, we can't do anything different than what we've been doing all year. We've just got to keep sort of attacking, you know, uh, attacking with some caution, I think. And now that uh, second place is Simon, you know the quality of equipment he's got because you have the same type of equipment. I mean, how much does that kind of play on your mind a little bit to know how tough Simon's going to be in the final two races? Yeah, I don't know if it. I don't know if it helps or hurts. I mean, you know, I definitely. I I know. I know what he's doing all the time, and 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 vice versa. I mean, we're a unit that works together. Him, Power, and myself. So, um, yeah, it's kind of an. It's a dynamic I know very well. So I got to think that's going to be a positive, but um, they're all going to be tough. You know, Simon's always difficult. He's he's uh, he's a very strong driver, but um, you know, when you look at the whole picture, I mean, Rossi is still a fantastic driver that's tough to beat. And the same thing with Dixon. You know, I don't I, I don't think it's anywhere from over. Uh, Portland could could flip this thing on its lid with 100 points at Laguna. So it's uh, it's going to be down to the wire. You know, we're not anywhere from a from a blowout here. So yeah, it's. Um, you just got to keep your finger on the pulse. And can you take us through that final lap and what happened there between you and Santino at the end, just from your perspective? 
Well, you know, I already gave two cents on NBC, and I'll be disappointed if people think I'm a whiner after giving my assessment. Um, rarely, rarely do I ever try and put someone in their place when I think they, be, they need to be put in their place. And uh, I think Santino needed to learn a lesson. Unfortunately, most people, and this is no disrespect to fans or anyone, most people will not understand what he did wrong in that final corner. They've never driven an Indy car. They don't know the subtleties of it. I think what he did was very risky. And he needs to learn from it. I told him that. And, um, you know, it's, it's really a racer's thing. So hopefully he gets that. I think when you go to bigger ovals, it's, it's an even bigger potential problem. So, um, yeah, like I said, I gave an assessment on NBC, and, you know, that's, that's how I felt about it. I don't want to rehash that part of it, but when you got going again, you're going down the front straightaway, did you know all those cars were not for position? Were you thinking, oh, crap, this is going to be even worse than I thought? Because it wound up being not as bad as probably you may have. I was <laughs> happy I wasn't in the fence, to be honest with you. I was surprised I wasn't in the fence. The engine was still going. I wasn't in the wall. Like, I was trying to get it out of Annie's stall. I'm like, thank goodness. The thing's, like, I'm kind of straight. And then I got turned. I was, I was like, I can't believe we're still going here. I couldn't believe it. I, I thought we were going to be in the fence. So, yeah, I had no idea about the other cars. I was trying to stay out of people's way, which is what you need to do. I was trying to keep my car straight and consistent and just get across the line. Um, but I just felt fortunate that the engine was still fired. You know, it didn't turn into a bigger disaster. I, I still don't know how it didn't turn into a bigger disaster than it did. Um, but fortunately, it didn't. Right here with Bruce. I know that uh, you don't really pay much attention to anybody else other than your, your own car and your own team, but Takuma's kind of been a punching bag the last week since Pocono, and for a guy to come out and win the very next race, I mean, what does that say about the guy? It's you know, it, uh, kind of pretty impressive that he was able to bounce back like that. Literally the definition of professional sports. Hero. Maybe one minute, zero the next, hero again. I mean, that's just how it goes. You know, everyone thought Takuma was the worst thing on the planet of Earth leaving Pocono. Then they kind of all were like, oh, it wasn't his fault, and now he's probably a hero again. And, you know, next week he could be a loser one more time. No one knows. I mean, it's just you live day by day in the sport. It, you've, it's every day you're judged. And, uh, you know, this is a great day for him, obviously. His team puts in a lot. All these teams put in a lot of work. So I'm, I'm sure it's very gratifying for those guys and – and um, really, everyone in front of us did a great job. I mean, even Santino. Santino had a great race. You know, it's uh, all these guys did a really nice job. So I'm sure Fasado and his crew, they're, they're going to be pretty happy about it. I wish it was us, but, you know, it's hard, uh, it's hard not to feel happy for everybody because there's a lot of work that goes into this paddock from, from all the teams. Well, we'll see you in about five or six days. Thanks. Back at it. We welcome to the Media Center race winner, Takuma Sato. Taku, I've uh, seen a lot of things in my career. You have too. <laughs> Six days ago, you know what happened? Yes. The week's been a little difficult. Yes. I saw you go to last place in this race. Somehow here you are. 
Yeah. I Congratulations. Mean, thank you very much. It's not the preferred path, but we'll take it. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. I mean, f first of all, uh, I'd like to say thank you very much for all of you in this room because um, you saw what happened uh, last last week, and there's a lot of opinion for sure. I take it, um, but mostly you guys supported me, and I can't thank enough all. As a pure journalism, find a fact and find out what was it. You know. Just don't judge just one fact, but obviously uh, after that, it was a uh, significant support. All of you come here. The fans came across to me this distance. Taku, get in there, you know, hold on. And everyone will support it. And like I said on the podium that, uh, with Mike, uh, when we go around the driver's uh, parade, I, I think generally speaking, I think St. Louis, we have uh, so much enthusiastic fans. You know, we've seen it last few seasons. But this year, the cheering, screaming my name is so much, and and I I just I just can't find a word that the thank you to the, all the support. So the win is always a special, um, particularly like you said, after the difficult circumstance, come here, strong qualify, which I really proud of the team. A difficult start, I was being sandwiched and then gone backwards. It wasn't particularly good getaway for the first stint, um, but just a uh, head down. Do our job, believe in ourselves, and uh, taking the, uh, the the moment for the chance to come back, and uh, we came back, um, and we made a, a lot of uh, a good pace over the uh, next two stint, and stretched the fuel what we needed, and uh, and uh, yeah, yellow came in, and uh, of course some lucks um, we made it be happen, but I think I think this is a whole effort from the team, completely behind me supported. And so happy to 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 bring the car to the win for them. Um, I'm very very happy. And this last restart, you had Tony Kanan behind you, and I'm not sure which which driver was more determined. <laughs> the two of you are probably one and one A for the season. Absolutely. Um, obviously, uh, being the AJ Ford driver, very very privileged to to leading them actually. Um, but I like I like 14 car. I like TK a lot, but. As you everybody knows, he's one of the toughest competitors. So I have to make sure don't give any space or, or, or showing any mistakes. So uh, the last lead start, perhaps it was very slow, but consistent speed, obviously. And uh, I had to take all the advantage just to control the, the, the pack. And then after that, um, we just drive away beautifully, I would say. But then um, as one of the excitement for the racing, it was a tire degradation. and. Um, Tony and I had sort of similar uh, difficulty for the last 20 laps, where Ed seems to be hooking up very, very good speed. So I'm sure that the night of the show made it very, very excited for us. It was tough, for, especially for the, f for the last five laps. But um, again, you know, I can't throw this away, especially for the, uh, the team, fans, sponsor, weighted with a very, very, very tough circumstance. And I just wanted to bring the car home, which we did, and um, very, very happy. Aside from the Indianapolis 500, the most gratifying one of your career? I'm sure, yes. I mean, Paul to win for this year, the Barber, was just, just a beautiful day, for sure. You know, one of the uh, significance is just the domination of the weekend is always great credit for the team and satisfaction. But this win is so special, like you said, beside the Indy 500, which is obviously nothing like it. But 
this is just so emotionally uh, gave me an unbelievable boost. And uh, for sure, um, uh, some of the difficulty now is he can have a little bit confident with it. And uh, next two races, it's going to be a, a very exciting one. For sure, the championship will be uh, very exciting. And, and hopefully, I can claim a few positions up for the uh, towards the end of the season. Questions? And by the way, uh, we're heading to Portland where Takuma won last year. Takuma also two questions for you. Uh, I don't want to bother you with this Pocono situation, but just can you give some information about the car? Was it a irreparable car or was it a brand new car for this race? After Pocono. Oh, after Pocono? Yeah, I mean, was the car repairable? Oh, yeah. no, no, yeah, yeah, cars are repairable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There's, there's obviously some damage, but monocoque was fine. Uh, the car we used at the Pocono this weekend is a different car. Yes. So uh, everything is fine, and uh, I think that car is going to repair and put in for the uh, next year's uh, new, you know, windscreen and halos and new driver assist okay. uh, protection system. So uh, everything should be ready. Okay, and then also during the uh, coverage of the race, the camera shows some tires which were blistering. How much was the tire wear for you? Um, like I said, I think, the first of all, the most importantly, uh, the fire stand is always bring the tire for the safety, number one. And uh, we we never seen anything, you know, the, uh, the, the concerning for the tires uh, in terms of the safety, so which is a great tire. But of course, they tried to be best all the time. And they brought the uh, new softer compound on the left-hand side. Now, of course, under the circumstances, unfortunately, they grained them. Um, but that's, uh, that's only just a performance issue and uh, making race very, very excited. Some of the team get, get on really well, some it couldn't. And um, it, was a, it was a very narrow sweet spot, for sure. And uh, not easy tire for everyone. And I had some difficulty too. But at the end of the day, I think that's what uh, one of the crosses finish again, you know, that's made uh, IndyCar very, very attractive. So thank you for the Firestone. That was a real blast from the past podium up there. Uh, two of the oldest drivers in the series and a 38-year-old Ed Carpenter who looks like he's about 48. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think three of us is editing, I think, 120 years old for sure. Yeah. <laughs> But just to show the old guys can still gas it around here. I, I think I think that's the beauty of the sport uh, with mud racing. You know, if if you're talking of just only physical terms, might not be able to do that. But with a combination of experience and the team behind it, or the racecraft and all the things, I think it's just a. Uh, you know, age is sometimes something, but it is not not everything. And um, I think uh, we can still perform like this. Today was a great day for three of us, and uh, three of us is very happy. You said something about cars being retrofitted for the new driver protection system. Have you been able to sit in a car with a driver protection system? What are your thoughts on that? Well, no, I haven't. Uh, my teammate Graham uh, went to the Dralla uh, uh, factory and uh, he sat. And also he did try a lot of, uh, you know, emotions, excursions, all the things. And uh, it's a very positive feeling, uh, very positive. Obviously, uh, you know, the, once again, the safety is the first thing that has to come. So we're we all very excited with the new thing. Now, of course, you know, all over the world, the halo is a standard. Now, on, in IndyCar, it's going take it beyond of that. We have a windscreen system, which I don't know yet how it's going to work out. There's a, there's a few concerns, so the wet situations, and um, 
when a car got upside down, how are we going to do that if the situation, like massive shunt and drivers conscious, and how are we going to get it out? But I'm sure, I'm confident that all the safety team will do a lot of exercise. And the first of all, I think they protect firstly for anything, you know, from outside of debris. So I think it's a fantastic news. And we all excited about it. And hopefully um, we can do a great test and there is no problem or smooth, you know, how can I say, branding into the new season. That's what we hope. Were these restarts as crazy from the cockpit as they appeared to us? <laughs> Second. I said, were these restarts as right. crazy right. Right. As, as they look to us? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but earlier in the race, wasn't there like a real close battle where it was like you on one side, Hunter Ray, and Rossi was pretty close? Were you aware of that? And were you sitting there going... I've seen this movie before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a, such an exciting uh, long night, actually, that uh, I think a truck revolution, as well as the conditions, give us a different taste. And uh, I think uh, from first in to the last in, you can see the pace is different, that the guys who shining is different, and um, strategy works, how, whatever you, you, you call it. But my car balance was not necessarily great on the first two stint, but we, we build it. Uh, better and better all the time. So uh, in the end, um, I got a great tools, and uh, you know, big thank you to the team made this happen. But also, yeah, Ryan and uh, we we get a cross racing today again. And uh, yeah, one stage he he looked like a little bit struggling at that time. I was very strong pace. So so yeah, it's, it, I think if it's just generally speaking, it was a good race. Uh, earlier, uh, Joseph said this, your comeback this week is kind of professional sports. He said it was. Sometimes you're a hero, then you're a zero, and then you're a hero again. Uh, this week, your team backed you. I mean, they, they put out a statement, and then, then you, you backed them. Is, is that How gratifying is that? It is just uh, uh, unbelievable support from the team. I'm so happy and uh, so uh, proud to be a part of uh, Ray Hall Letterman Landing and Racing. Now, of course, white team did that. Somebody said they never seen that team did that kind of statement, but... The, the moment we had the last week, it was a very difficult to, to judge. And a lot of people judged from only uh, TV one angle. And it looked like I, um, I turned into the uh, uh, Alex, which wasn't true. But um, nobody wasn't sure. And they judged only just one little fact. And after that, the team got obviously a telemetry deadlocking system. And uh, onboard footage, they show very clear evidence. I wasn't moved. I hold my line. I drove straight. Now that's not necessarily doing right, because end of the day, we had accident, whatever the reason. And um, as I said, I feel sorry for that. I I approach it for the situation that what happened, and especially the Alex that involving for the championship, uh, the possibility. However. Um, there was a theme, and actually very clear that other drivers moved up. Um, as a consequence, we had an accident. Now, I think we can all learn from that. You know, we try to give each other more space. Once you're side by side or three wide, you, don't, you can't just depart your lane. And that's the bottom line. Now, of course, I could probably give more space and moving to the right. 
perhaps that I should have done. But as that racing, I thought that I was correct going to the straight, and that's what happened. Which just later, a lot of people analysed, analyzed from uh, Alex on board and Huntrace, Ryan's on board, my on board. And there was a very clear evidence that people can see what happened in the world. So after that, I don't need to say anything. Um, eventually, um, you know, come back very strong here with the support of the team. Team needed to be that statement needed to be done because there's so much information judged by wrongly in the world. So that's why they backed up. And I really, really appreciate with us. With a truly, I feel, form home for the uh, uh, the Reho team. And it's particularly Mike and Bobby. You know, Bobby came to the, my town and we had uh, a great lunch together, you know, just the two, two, uh, the two nights ago. So uh, team is fully behind, you know, don't worry about Taki, you know, it, we, we just, just get focused and then win these things. <laughs> we won. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, a, it's just a great story. You know, I, I just so much appreciate with Mike and, and, and particularly Bobby and of course David as well, but the whole team. I guess last thing that uh, you didn't answer, did you think Ed might have passed you there at the end? It was awful close. I think it was closer than maybe we even expected at the finish line. Uh, was it Ed and, me, Ed yeah. and I? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, no, it was it was close. It was close, yes. But um, uh, for me, everything was under control. If he passed me, that's it. That's racing. That's that's he had a he had a great moment. That that's fine. But if I finished across the line ahead of him. That's also another rating, <laughs> and which I love it. I love this sport. So thank you again for your support, and thank you for IndyCar fan. Made this very exciting moment. So, yeah, I love this. Congratulations. We'll see you in a week. Okay, thank you.